Welcome, everybody. We have a great show lined up for you tonight. I can't even believe how good a show we have. We have the return after five years on this program of Crown the Lion. They have come here after five long years, so we are going to dig into the mind. The, 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 they had a real meeting of the minds today, too. That We got them at the right time to come in there and see them. And we're going to do something real special to end the show. It's going to be Crown the Lion's new single. Oh. What's it called, Michael? Never Satisfied. Never Satisfied. We are going to play that at the very end of the show, so stay tuned. But tonight we have two great guests. They're friends of mine that I worked in uh, London comedy with when I started. And uh, now they've moved on to the big city, and they think they're better than all of us. We have uh, someone that returned to the show. He's a longtime friend. Doug Koning is here tonight. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Woo! And uh, no, stay back there, Doug. Stay back there. We'll bring you up later. Know your role, Doug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you don't go up there. You're in the audience, goddammit. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we also have a virgin on the show, a new time... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a first-timer on the show, a comedian by the name of Tim Nicholson is here. Woo! Tim Nicholson, everybody. First. So we're going to get to that a little later in the show. But uh, I guess we have to update you on what happened in Live from the Dutch Hall this week and Spiky Ball Studios. And uh, number one, what happened is uh, Dave Charters, uh, a good friend of our show, uh, he's a man that used to be hired in, as part of the Nocturnal Emissions. 
and now uh, uh, he's uh, a guy that's just, what do we call him, a leech? Would you say that's an appropriate term for Dave, as a leech? Spot player. Just a guy that just keeps showing up, He's like, a, a, and he's not supposed to be there. He's <laughs> obviously fired, and he keeps showing up. But uh, this one, we said, Dave, you've been here for two weeks in a row. I'm really looking forward to you coming to the one. You have no way to go to work. Tomorrow's Good Friday. This is Holy Thursday. You have obviously no reason to uh, miss this show. And uh, as you can see, sitting in Dave's chair is uh, Mur Scott Hazen over hey. there. Hey. Yeah, Because Dave uh, is a staunch <laughs> Catholic, as we'll come to find out later on in the evening. Hard uh, C. And uh, he has no respect for what we do here on this program. And everyone has to understand that. That's why we're so tough on Dave. Everyone that defends that motherfucker at home, you have to understand one thing. You have to I'm looking to my eyes, please, when I say this. <laughs> He's a very bad man. You have to like actually travel with him. You have to see what his evil is when you look into his dead eyes, you know? And when this guy messes with you for upwards of 40 years, it leaves an impact, Michael. Deep. Burns like a, a flaming hawk. <laughs> it burns like a flaming hawk, exactly. <laughs> so we have a lot to deal with on this show, but there's only one way to get this thing started, people. How's that, Peter? Is that we gotta introduce the band, the greatest band in Canadian late night history, the Nocturnal Emissions. Comprised this week of our band leader, Michael Bowe. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Beside him taking Dave Charter's place, which wasn't hard. That's the man that goes by one name alone. He is Murr. And tickling the skins there in the, place, in the place of the French tickler is a man that's well known to this program. He's a drummer at Crown the Lion and a, and a longtime friend of the show. Adam Hill over there, people. And playing the bass of the Nocturnal Emissions is the man who should be doing it. He's the man that's been there. He's, the, he's just the heart and soul and the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah. Whiskey, Wes Higgins, everyone. And rounding up the lineup. You might recognize that guy. He's our CRTC required reluctant German. That's Steve Everhart, Pandy McGrath, Van Dyke. I'll give you another last name. And the guy behind my shoulder, that's our bartender. There's no shows complete without one. It's my brother, bus driver. Uh, he's really a, uh, everything. Contractor, builder, extraordinaire. Paul Van Dyke, everyone. Hello, folks. Let's get this thing started, folks. I'm Pete Van Dyke. All right. We are set. Yes. Welcome everyone live from the Dutch Hall. We got a great show, as I said before. But guys, you guys came from a meeting of the minds. And I got to tell you, like the Nocturnal Emissions right now looks a lot like Crown the Lion <laughs> with just Steve on the outside. Like if you take a picture of the band right now, you can see that Steve could be easily be cut out. You could fold him on the side. And yet, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. You do not look evil like, like you've uh, created a... <laughs> Horrible atrocities. Atrocities. Right? What? Atrocities, atrocities, right? Atrocities. Steve has that in his eyes. You know his people committed atrocities. If you look in Steve's eyes long enough, you know that they've committed atrocities. For you, I don't know that, Mur. I look in your eyes, I don't see anything. It's just blankness. <laughs> just smell things. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. But you guys, uh, five years, can you believe it? That it's been five years since you guys were on our program? No, what's that say on the poster back there, Hilly? What's the date? Microphone. March 6, 2014. Live from the Dutch Hall. So 20, back in the Fool Shed days. 2014. Yeah, 2014. March 6, 2014 was the last time Crown Line was all together on this program. Wow. And at that time, I remember clearly that you guys said uh, the second album, <laughs> which is entitled... Uh, Still in the works. Bury the Hatchet. Bury the Hatchet, right? Still in the works. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's been a good one because five years of like toiling over this thing. You guys have really hammered 
like you've you've been a perfectionist almost to a fault, I'd say. Yeah, we're not fucking around. Because the people are saying like, when is the stuff coming out? <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you when it's coming out tonight at the very end of the program. Crown Line's coming out you, uh, with a new song, and it's featuring Steve the Reluctant German. Well, we've had from Steve, the Nocturnal Emissions. That's right. We've had Steve out to play with us a few times, and uh, why wouldn't we just get him to join in on the tune that he's worked on with us? Is Steve like the um, the Pat Smear? Yeah. Of the nailed it, Pete. Of yep. the. Yeah, that's right. Except he's way like better the Pat Smear of the of Crown Line. Way better guitar. Uh, or, really? Like oh. Pat Smear? Pat Smear, uh, he, he plays a nice hard power chord. I love him. He loves a power chord, yeah. Steve looks like more of a man, too. Steve's just a tough-looking guy. Really? You think that about Steve? The beard does something for me with Steve. He's just, he's oh, man. I saw him today giving it a nice stroke, <laughs> and I knew to walk <laughs> away. Because he works here, eh? And so, like, I see him sometimes. He's upstairs just giving that beard a stroke, and you're like, oh, this is not the time for me to be talking to this guy. He's giving that beard a heavy stroke, Paul. He's plotting. He's plotting, yeah. Like, it looks like there's something evil going on up there when he's rubbing that thing. That is true. But he doesn't look tough to me, Hill. He looks like evil. I give you that. He would plan the demise and probably, like, brainwash me somehow with his evilness, you know? that I would do the, the atrocity myself. And I'm like, how did he do it? Like, that's the kind of evil we're talking here, like diabolical. But anyways, he's part of your band, uh, and then uh, he helps it out. That's nice. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so we should get this show on the road, because we also have two great guests that came all the way from Toronto tonight. And I'm very excited to have them on this program, like I said. And he's excited to be on this program, one of them, because he tried to get on the stage too early. Three times. Because he's never watched a fucking late night talk show before <laughs> where people get introduced. So it's like, our guest tonight, he's a comic. <laughs> he's traveled all over this country. You know why they do that? And then they say, tonight's guest, you know, Doug Coning, everyone. Hey. And then you come down and you sit here. Right? Oh, so nice of you. Thanks. Yeah, see. And <laughs> thanks for having me now instead of <laughs> earlier when I wanted to. This no, you, that, was, that was not the time. That's no, how a show it. works. So, you know, you sit down. We do first interview. You and me do first interview. Okay. This is a big deal, man. You should have been working on your five minutes that you're going to be doing with me. So this My is tight interview five. Your tight interview five, man. You got Boy. the opportunity. This is the only Canadian late night talk show, dude. And it's you're the only all, one. It's the only one. The competition. It's me or fucking uh, the oh, apple that? juice guy. Uh, apple juice guy. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what Who's is the his apple name? juice guy? Do you know the apple juice guy? I can't remember his goddamn name. He's not name. doing well because he, no he, he plays goalie. He plays fuck. What is D'Angelo, his name? Frank D'Angelo. Frank fucking D'Angelo. You don't know Frank D'Angelo? Frank. You know D'Angelo. what else he is? A singer. Oh. Yeah, and he makes movies too. Frank D'Angelo. He's kind of awesome. D'Angelo. He's, he's kind of got it all going worst. on. He's a, wow. Guys, <laughs> stop watching. Go watch Frank D'Angelo. He no. sounds like he's got it going Don't on. Don't go watch him. He's the worst. <laughs> That's me. Me and Frank are the only two guys doing it in this country. You and Frank. So you should have been working. You're a comic in this country. You work really hard. You've been on this show. I've seen you. I've, I've wow. seen you grow as a human being and shrink as a human being, as it turns <laughs> out. Thanks, man. Yeah. Because yeah. you used to be a lot bigger. Yeah, I got considerably shorter over the yeah. last little while. Like shorter, shorter? Uh, horizontal, vertical. No, horizontal, right? What? Fuck me, dude. I lost weight. I'm sorry. I was trying to make it like a like a math thing, and I, was, I don't know how to... Stop playing that. Every time I say something or do something, it hurts my feelings. I can hear it. Yeah, I lost weight. Now I regret it because of what's happening. Yeah. Now I wish I stayed the same size. You son of a bitch. We can swear, right? Yeah, we can swear. Yeah, okay, good. Can you swear on the Apple Juice show? <laughs> I don't know. I never watched it. I'm not oh, a fan. Wow. That's fair. He's my rival, my competitor. I, I, I show him no mercy. <laughs> it's creepy <laughs> when you smile when you say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, diabol- I'm diabolical too. Like Steve, we did it last week. We, uh, we interviewed the show on who they thought was craziest or like weirdest or whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I came up in a lot of their, their choices. But craziest. I didn't dig into those ones. I didn't. What? You're the craziest? Yeah. What I'm, makes you the craziest? The weirdest. I mean, the, the weirdest. scar makes you look crazy now. It does, right? Yeah. I think it's good for my career because before this yeah. scar, I looked just vanilla. I was just another fucking James Butler. Why are you pointing at me? Oh, okay. All yeah. right. You're not vanilla. You're That's a weird funny. guy. You used to be fat, and now it's starting to become skinny. You look like you're melting. <laughs> that is like a really... 
Like a That's a different vanilla thing. Vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah, you're not vanilla ice cream. You're unique in every bit. You're like a huge baby with uh-huh. melting skin, right? It's yeah. something I've never seen before. I'm gonna put that in my bio. I think. That's <laughs> you should. Yeah. That's <laughs> all I should have introduced yeah. you when I brought Get you up. Up for the huge baby with melting skin has <laughs> come out like that. <laughs> Bring me to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Anyway, see, that's how a first guest thing works. First guest, okay. And now then we bring up the second guest. Yeah, One, he has to fall that. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Frank D'Angelo, everybody. <laughs> Starts pouring apple juice on people. We oh, couldn't get Frank. Intro, I'm sorry. We couldn't get that's Frank. That's a huge pull. Yeah. If we got, I already told him at the beginning who it was. No, you're Do right. you remember? No, I was too busy trying to walk out here, and everyone's like, no! <laughs> get out of here. What'd you, Stop what'd you, it. You, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, I love having a soundtrack to my to like I love walking around with a guy that can play where I can watch feedback. I, I like See? I like the soundtrack unless it's me fucking up and then hearing the soundtrack like that. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Other I only that, I think the soundtrack idea is kick ass. I used to have that on a soundboard and it was called Sad Trombone, right? And then you know what I said? Sad guitar. That's what we're going to call it. Sad guitar. (laughs) That's when you bomb, eh? Yeah, that's what I hear in my head most times I perform comedy. (laughs) Yeah. We actually have a red light here so that if you are bombing on the show, someone could just turn it on and tell you, like, shut up and get off the show. That's perfect. If you see that, come on, Doug. The light that it's will run shine. Up the stairs and start ringing the church bell. <laughs> yeah, your time is. That's up. all you can do Alerting until we trouble. kick you out. Yeah. yeah, head for the hills. Yeah, that does happen from time to time. Do you think we should introduce the second guest, or do you want to get into a, a story? This is the bit you worked out. This one you, you no, came no, on the show. No, 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 I'll bring up the second guest. Bring him <laughs> on. Let's see. Let's no, see what he has to it, offer. Before we bring up the second guest, I wanted to tell you because we didn't prep this before the show. Okay. You actually are the host of a podcast called Coning Queries. <laughs> Cone Inquiries. Why are you laughing at the name? It's a regular name. Don't I do it again, Steve. Don't do don't it again. Don't do it. I see your fingers set up. <laughs> you son of a gun. Yeah, don't. Anyways, uh, are you still doing that? Yeah, my computer broke. Uh, you've had Tig right on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. My computer like exploded. He made my computer, but he's too busy on tour. Oh, uh, to, to fix, fix it? my computer, yeah. Oh, we were going to use so him, I have a bunch too. in the tank, but I want, I want to post them, so uh, stay tuned. Go, did you post mine, the one I was on? I did, yeah. So did it's anyone listen to it? To it. Uh, not you, apparently, so that kind of hurts a little bit. But, no, uh, I listened to it, but I mean, other than me, you had more than one. Yeah, more than one. But I, you know, when I was listening to it, I was like, this is familiar. I feel like I was there. It's weird to listen to yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I was sure. like, why would I listen the whole time when I've already been here? Yeah. But you know your show that I don't listen to, Conan Queries? Yeah, yeah. The ones that I have listened to, I've really enjoyed. But then I listened to them after the one I was on. Because when you were, when you when you had me on the show, yeah. you were saying, "Hey, you know, you've watched all my shows, or listened to all my shows." <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and uh, so you're obviously going to know this one, Pete. Like we're going to do this thing that we close the show, and it's called yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing. And then I did, had no idea because I didn't listen. Yeah, yeah, I do that to everyone. Yeah. No one has an idea. No one does. No one ever knows. Do you think that there are like? comics who make material who actually um, uh, like uh, listen to other people's shit? Like you know listen to I mean? other people's stand-up? Or even podcasts. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just weird to listen to a comics podcast because if they're your friends, you want to like chime in. But then you're like a crazy person on the bus who's having like a conversation no one else yeah, can yeah. hear. Just in your headphones. you're not reacting to your conversations so you're getting like frustrated talking on the bus, yeah. causing a scene, you know? Well, that gets into my next point, but I don't want to get into it until we bring up the second guest. Okay, bring him up. We got to bring this guy up. He's been itching in the back. He's been Frankie! Got... <laughs> it's not Frank. It's not Frank D'Angelo. We already told people who it was. We did. Also, we're in Toronto now, correct? Toronto, yep. I can't believe that, the, that you guys are both in Toronto, and that's what we have to talk about next. Tim Nicholson, everyone. Tim Nicholson. Bring him to the show. (laughs) Tim Nicholson. Hey. Not Mickelson. No. As his joke would imply. I get it all. I get a lot of Jack. I get a lot of Phil. Jack Nicholson? Who's Phil Nicholson? 
Yeah, he's got the same last name as you. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. Jack Nicholson, uh, you know he's 300 pounds plus now. Jack really? Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. The Shining. I've been, I've yeah. really been keeping up since about Schmidt, but he, he like put it on, eh? Yeah, last year's Death Pool, we had a, a, a seg section called uh, Fat Guys, yep. and uh, someone chose Jack Nicholson, and I challenged it, saying he's not a fat guy, and they looked it up. How much does Jack Nicholson weigh? And they said 300, 300 plus. plus pounds. 300 plus? How tall is he? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Dude. When you're 300 That's, plus, feels good. That feels good. It, you, you, you're, he wasn't before that. It wasn't in 300 plus when he was doing like the cuckoo's nest, you know? Yeah. That guy was probably 180 pounds. And then he Regular turned into size. a 300 pound like beast of something, right? It's insane. And Roman Polanski uh, anally raped a 13 year old girl in his hot tub. Wow. Yeah, that's a fact too. He's French now, so. Huh? He's French now. Polanski? Yeah. Oh, Polanski, yeah, not yeah. Nicholson, right? No, he's just like, he's just living like a French king in America. Having a... Yeah, there's a lot of wine and orgies, and people are probably feeding him things. That's how you get 300 plus pounds. Right. Is that how... Is that yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I got pounds? 300 plus pounds. Oh, so you... French orgies. <laughs> Saw that fromage, and uh, whatever the French word for wine is. You wine? just had people feeding you cheese? and... Yeah. You just had people feeding you cheese, Doug? That's the dream. Yeah? That's how that's, it happened at the first time? That's success to me. That's how it happened, yeah. You know what you should do? Lose a, as much as you possibly can until it's just like a skeleton with skin, you know? I wish that was the end of your point. Just <laughs> lose as much as possible. <laughs> no. Anyways, feedback. You have no right to have that power. Doug has the power. You have no right to have that power on my show. We, we gotta wrap good. this up. <laughs> no, I have to challenge you about your Toronto bullshit. Uh, and uh, that's what I really want to talk to you about. We, me, the three of us got to know each other in London comedy, yeah, which, yeah. as everyone knows, in Canada, Canada's probably one of the worst countries to do comedy in. That is not true. Come on. It's a good starter city. Well, okay, let's go, like, not the ones you're going to die, like Syria. Like, <laughs> name, Take those ones. countries where it's good to do comedy. Where it's better than Canada? Yeah. To do comedy? People where there's people. It's so like I America guess. and the UK. UK, kinda. like uh, Holland. Holland. I go like. Uh, no, yeah. stop. No, I'll Hard say it's stop. better. Stop <laughs> repping the van so Scandinavia. They have a, they have a better coning Iceland. in Holland. Shut up. They have a way Don't better coning. Huh? You see the comedians Don't of the world, this. they had a guy named Martin Conan. Do you know who is the Conan of, uh, of uh, or not the Conan, but the, like the Johnny Carson of, of Holland? Who? Who? Uh, is it a puppet? No, it was Tom Rhodes. Tom Rhodes. Tom Rhodes. You know the comedian Tom Rhodes? Yeah, no. the guy who doesn't own a house because he exclusively lives on tour. No, Tom Rhodes was a fucking huge in Holland. Yeah, uh, and he spoke we're English. About the same person. Yeah, Tom Rhodes. He's a good comic, and he was over there, and it was way better than here. Name the name the most successful comic in Canada. Who's the most recognizable comic that's still in Canada that didn't leave? Jerry D. Jerry D. Right. K. Trevor Wilson. Right, here's the thing. Yeah, Jared E. first, drop, I would say. Right, here, here's still, why Canada's yeah. better than right? Holland. Can either of those guys, uh, do either of those guys live outside of their car, is my question. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'll... sure, because I've been in comedy for five, six years, and I don't know if you could ever, ever have seen anyone that can actually I live outside of their car doing I think it's just very important that you have a day job. <laughs> yeah, for the, everything you need. Right. Yeah. He, he, here's one reason Canada is better than Holland is because we speak English here. So name the it's name racist. the most famous Holland comedian, including ones who moved to the states. No, Dutch. I'll say to, I'll Dutch? say Tom Rhodes, Dutch? who who does Dutch, his right. act. I'll say Tom Rhodes, who does his act in English in Holland, and makes more money than fucking Jerry D doing it. To a Dutch audience who doesn't speak English, apparently, but they can listen to his whole act in English. So they speak Dutch and English because they're better than us. And they fucking. Of course they are. And, and they also speak a couple others, like French and fucking yeah, they German. Skate, they skate and bike you know? everywhere. They're in great shape. They're smarter <laughs> than us. They're doing everything. Yeah, right. if you think Canada is so fucking great, you've never traveled. You gotta travel. We're not that great. We're okay. I just, I on a world scale, we're okay. On a comedy scale, we're shit. I traveled to France once, and they were very rude, and I never traveled again. Oh, really? Did you, not, did you tell them you weren't American? 
No, I tried to speak French to them. And you then have to actually me. wear a fucking Canadian flag or something or flirtily. But don't so, Americans do that to like make it look like they're Canadians? Yeah, yeah. So I like sold a guy a Canadian patch when I was in Paris <laughs> because he wanted he was getting so hassled for being American. He wanted to say he was Canadian, so he asked to buy my patch off my backpack. Couldn't he just not be an asshole? No, Isn't he said like it, it's his voice, right? Like, because I would get the same shit that Americans would get when I was over there. Yeah. And so they would all say, oh, Yankee, and they'd fucking start trashing me. And it happened in England, happened in Ireland, happened everywhere I go. They think I'm American when they listen to my voice. Yeah. And that's why I tell Americans when I meet them, I'm like, you know, I, I catch shit everywhere I go for you guys. And then I have to tell them I'm Canadian, and then they start treating me different. Like, they hate you. They really hate you guys everywhere else. And I had Americans, they'll say, like, where do, where do they hate us? I'm going to go, well, France. And, I go, and they all go, oh, France. Of course they hate us in France. Like, uh, they've always hated us. I'm like, well, why do they hate you? And then they're like, because well, we're loud and obnoxious or whatever. Well, everyone else hates us for the same reason. Yeah, do you think know? there's a country outside the States that likes the States? No. Do you think there's one country, like one small country? Oh, we want to be there Japan, Japan. Japan, they bombed them I fucking Japan's twice. I still pretty angry about South Korea is pretty down. South Korea might be a good option. Yeah, it's but they bad. still think that they're superior to the Americans. Like, they're a pure race that are better than the Americans. And then the Americans are like a step, like, or would, would be like a huge step down because they're like everyone. Like, the, the, the Koreans and the Chinese and the Japanese all be, believe that they're the superior race. And the Americans also believe they're a superior race. But they're not even a race. They're a collection of people that immigrated there. Yeah. Because they killed all the people that lived there. <laughs> right? But anyways, <laughs> that's a I feel like we're going to be on a blog tomorrow. What, what do you mean? What have I said offensive or uh, controversial? I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the being in Toronto. I feel like the, the second you hear stuff now, you're like, yeah. I don't want to say this anymore. You know? Exactly, Doug. Exactly. And that brings me to my next point. <laughs> you're welcome. Wh why? Uh, you're from St. Thomas, Ontario. St. Thomas, Ontario. Tim, Not where did you grow up? Oh, London. London proper. Yeah. You grew up in London your whole life. You 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 ex you skyrocket to the top of the London comedy scene, right? Yep, over both other people. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Doug too. So, but the the what's the allure of moving to the big city? Like, what does it do for your Canadian comics career? Is what I want to challenge in the whole thing. It's hard. It it's is, harder. It's harder. It is hard. There's way more competition because in London there was like, well, after Jason left, Jason Allen, it was like. No one, right? So you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, but yeah. you're at the top. Yeah. But you move to so Toronto, you're not... I'm not even in the bottom yet. I'm, like, below the bottom. <laughs> That's what it is in Toronto, because there's just so many good people. Right. You know? Well, yeah, there's like, so many people. But the yeah, proportion like, of good people is the same as anywhere else, I that, think. That, no. no. There's just so many shitty people. Well, it's just because it's blown out of proportion. Yeah, there's a lot of shitty people. There's way more shitty people in Toronto. Way more shitty people in Toronto. I've known well, Mike there. It's just a numbers there. game. I know. It's just a numbers game. There's way more good people, and there's way yeah. more shitty people. And the, sh the amount of shitty people in Toronto is what makes me not want to go there. And the crowds that I perform to, unless they're, like, all not white, I have no interest in them. Also, what crowds have you performed to yeah, in Toronto? Yeah, Mr. Big Shot, Toronto crowds over here. I would love to perform to a crowd a in crowd? Toronto. Damn, I haven't seen a just crowd in months. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen another person. I just feel like I'm in an empty room with I know a what the backs of comedians look like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can identify them by the back You're of their jackets. You're performing for a, a bunch of other bitter comics, right? Yeah. So, so how is that good? Like, uh, to me, I don't see it as being, a, there's anything good about it. Like, I, I would say you can do the same fucking shit in a bunch of, like, in St. Thomas and fucking Elmer and, It's because you know, there's, there's somewhere to go, you know? Like, performing comedy in London is like trying to get on the Jamaican bobsled team. It's like you and six <laughs> other people vying for a spot. It's really yeah, not yeah. that hard. But in Toronto, you're like, you have to actually work for everything that you get. But you get nothing at the end of the day. The you get some stuff, but <laughs> he, it, he it feels stuff? nice. What? It feels nice when you get the He's stuff. Yeah, it does feel great when you get the stuff, but yeah. it's never enough. Is what I mean. Like it'll it, never be enough, Pete. But there's no. Well, there you can build this whole church from the ground up. <laughs> you will never be happy. There's a That's hole a good in point. You, Pete. That is a good point. But it's not the point, Tim. <laughs> the point is that it's just like there's got to be a payoff at the end. Like there's got to be some. And in every other country, this is why I think Canada sucks. 
is because the other countries have actual, uh, like, where you can make a living doing your profession. Even in England, like, you get paid for what you do. You don't have to slug away for nothing the whole time. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing that Canada sucks. I'm just disagreeing that Toronto's not a good choice for a place to be in Canada. Well, if you're going to be in a country that sucks, you might as well be in a place where you can perform the most. You know? But if you're performing to no one, how can you get information from the audience? That's my point. That's the point where you have to figure you have to trust what you think is funny. Yeah, and, but and, and like hearing something out loud to, and people aren't paying attention, you're either going to feel you should be paying attention. This is great. Or you're going to go, you guys are right. Why am I even saying this? I feel yeah, like but I you go gotta... through material way faster in Toronto. Like, especially bad material. It's gone faster. So I'll like bomb with it for like five shows, which is like two days. And I'm like, oh, this is really bad. Whereas like in Hamilton, this would have taken me like two, three weeks, a month maybe to like oh, okay. go yeah. through that. You also you know? have to yeah. understand that Doug and I are coming from a place like, like we joined a fraternity that stuck broomsticks up our asses. And we're like, no, it's great there. You have to understand... There's yeah. so many opportunities, and the networking is amazing. Because when we get back, we don't want them to shove them up farther. That's yeah, why because we're, we don't want yeah. it to be for nothing. Like we're, yeah. going, we're going through hell out there, Pete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're in the trenches, no, Pete. That's yeah. where we are. Mostly him. I stay home a lot. But mostly he stays him. home. <laughs> trenches is where I am. The trenches. It's Trench dark. warfare. I'm more like a communications officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just working the dials and pretending he's, he's one of us. That's why I like the road, though. I think the road. The road's the best. It's the, the, the best spot. Best, yeah. yeah, that's why having a car is the biggest asset I have in Toronto. Yeah, yeah the road that's is the best good. credit you can have in Canadian comedy is to have a driver's license and a car. <laughs> yeah, you're open right. Open for who cares? I don't care if you open for Richard Pryor. You have a car. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're doing the show. Congratulations, <laughs> you made it. Yeah. yeah, when you don't, when you have a, a car and a license, and you still don't. Uh, get to do good shows. Yeah, you suck. You suck, right? Yeah, you suck. Yeah, thanks yeah. a lot, Doug. I get the message. <laughs> I've got to perform thanks in for all front the of crowds way more than most Toronto people just because I have a car and I can like go to Guelph or uh, yeah. Waterloo. Because they want to go anywhere they can Hamilton. to do a decent show, which is why I was saying, like, I know there's the more mics there, but I'd rather travel and do my mics if I'm working on material than, uh, than live there and have to put up yeah, with that shit every day. You do mics every night you don't have something good. What? Yeah, and then it's like you do the good stuff to make the mics work. But I can it. do this. I do the same thing, but I just pick my mics elsewhere. But I can still drive to Toronto in an hour and a half, right? And still you can. do. I wouldn't st- recommend it, but. What do you mean? Because there's no reason to, right? I would never. Then if you drive live there, into Toronto for an open mic now, because yeah. I know how bad they are. Oh, you know? so you move there. And make your whole life revolve around it so it doesn't feel as bad when you go do those shitty open mics. Exactly, because yeah. I can walk there. Because you can walk there. When yeah. I drive there, I feel real bad because I drove an hour and a half. And to the drive feel, home? Yeah, oh, yeah, to do three shitty Screw open the mics. drive home back, from Toronto. Back to London from Toronto after bombing like twice in a row. You're like, what am I doing? You're like, you're thinking about jumping out of the car. You're like, this might not kill me. So I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've done, that's, why, that's why I have this opinion of Toronto because that's every experience I've had there. Yeah, I would never. Is I'll drive, drive an hour and a half life. and do three fucking shows that are all terrible, and, and I go, yeah. "What the fuck did I do that and for?" And also, you get to come back to this, which what do you is mean? like the fucking church in the yeah, spotlight. Yeah, now this is. We have no bells to ring. We have nothing. Yeah, yeah that's right. you, you have like a wife and children. You have purpose, peace. Yeah, but that's I love, because I don't I, live there. I just if I lived there, I'd be broke. I'd be in a ditch. I'd be licking fucking... be sharing fucking... a living room with me and Tim. That's yeah. where you'd be. Yeah, we shared a living room separated by a line of cardboard boxes for a month. Two months. Really? Did in you Toronto. ever touch through the boxes? Like, put your hand on the box? I thought like... about it. No, we definitely did. We found a hole and we reached our hands through and clasped. I would, like, move the boxes at night so I couldn't see his face. Because I was like, I don't want to look at another man's because face. Because I would just stare at him and fall asleep. The whole time. He yeah, would. Yeah. Un- it's unnerving even if it's a woman looking at you when you wake up and there's a woman just staring in your face. You're like, that would still be freaking out. We get it, you're loved, yeah. all right? If we a get man, it. If a man, if a man was looking at Just a male friend. Yeah. I wasn't talking Good about morning. my wife. I was talking about waking up next to a strange woman. Oh. Okay? okay. Have you done that a lot? Yeah, I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... Kind of handsome. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I used to be handsome before this. Is that what you're talking about? The you're scar? a middle-aged seven. Is that? Are you kidding me? Middle-aged seven. 
That's Middle good. age seven. I like that. So, like, to what age woman would I be a seven to? That's what you have to ask. Because to a 68-year-old woman, I'm hot as fuck. Yeah, how high are you willing to go? To I'm just telling you, I'm real handsome scale. to a 68-year-old woman. That's true. I, I only judge Neither my looks based on... Neither you two fucking guys are banging that same 68-year-old woman, I'll tell you that. I only judge my looks <laughs> She likes based me over you. You line up Tim, Doug, and me. You have the craziest eyes right now. I get why they voted you as the crazy one now. Like, I can see all the whites of your eyes, and it's horrifying. Why? I used to have tiny little eyes, eh? No. He just gets, he's Usually. On, okay. He, this one. He's never had a bra yeah. thrown at him. He gets a lot of brassiers thrown at him, a lot of girdles. A lot of, can you play the guitar noise, please? <laughs> it was like burlesque. Asks for it. Here's the thing. God, my, my, favorite, my favorite thing about standing out there was that all the other musicians were relaxed except for him, who was always at the ready. Because <laughs> he knows I'm going to fail, so he has to like keep his fingers in the right spot. It was so good. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> the first one, yeah, shake it out. <laughs> I'm going to get you a whammy bar so you can really sell it. All right. That would actually be great. Get the pedal involved. Thanks. Is that a wah pedal? Can you do it with, with the wah pedal? You don't even know what that is, eh? I play guitar. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the like shit that. right there. That's some shit. I like that. You never played on our show before. Well, I'm not very good. Oh. I got it when I was like 12, so I've been playing for like, you know, a year and a half. And uh, <laughs> I'll get you know, It's a stupid joke. Oh, God. Do the sound. Do it. Uh, do he's it. asking for it now, Mr. Big Shot. And he's uh, he coming. You suck. You know, know what? I'll get you out of this by doing a segment we call Feedback. I gave it to you. Oh, man. Uh, well, <sighs> we, yeah, let's do feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Welcome to Feedback, we got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, click on those Amazon banners. If you don't see them, it's because you have your ad blockers on. Shut them off and do your shopping. We just cashed a check and put it right in the bank account from Amazon. Second one this year, those cocks. Usually it was like one every two years, eh? Now, we get, now we're flying, so thank you to everyone that's done that. And also, I want to talk about clean flow for a second here, people. Clean flow. Oh, but that's so even worse. Terrible. <laughs> I that think was the theme song? I think Charters... No, try again. Uh, yeah. Charters wrote that one. Yeah, you have to do that thing you've been doing for these two comics for that theme song. Yeah, it doesn't feel okay, good, now, does it? That's yeah, Charters' How does that feel, Steve? That's, for, yeah. that's all on Charters, I think. Yeah, he hasn't done anything, Charters, for clean flow. Man, but anyways... Clean Flow, Clean Flow has gone out of their way to promote this service that they truly believe in, and I think we need to uh, give it its proper dues. And we are coming into Easter weekend, people. And you know what? Sometimes people go home, they see their family have a nice Easter dinner. Sometimes they decorate some Easter eggs, whatever you want to do, whatever your faith is or whatever, Passover's coming up, or whatever that is. Normally, you get together with loved ones, and it's boring as shit because your loved ones are unentertaining. They're like... Dull. They're like, uh, what do you call them? Um, Pear-shaped losers. Yeah, they're, they're just not people you want to spend time with, right? Like, uh, you do it, but it's horrible and it's painful. You know what you need between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins? You're going to have the time of your life. And I'm going to tell you, all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash, plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. But if you're not 100% satisfied that you've had the time of your life, we're going to return that $100 but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by Clean Flow. And the only other sponsor we got to mention is uh, Norpak. The beef people. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mention them twice, Norpak. The beef people. That's all you get. Oh, yeah. That's all you get, Matt. That's all you get this week. Hey, Paul. If I said Norpak one more time. Oh. Ah, you said it. Nah. No, you have to do it. Uh, do I have God to? Damn it. What kind you know what piece? he is? Do it. He challenges me all the time. He's not. If I say feedback, Paul, see what happens? Yeah, but, uh, but I say Norpak, you could give me two. People. That's it. I'll give you fucking two, and then you get no more. He wants pepperettes. Yeah, I get, 
Oh, yeah, you, do they do pepper? You get a tomahawk steak. Do we you have get beef a, here? I don't get beef nothing. Not on. Oh, <laughs> that's why wow. he's pissed. I see how this is going down, and I like it, Paul. I like what you're doing. You're hustling, buddy. What you do is you put Matt right against the wall, and you say, "Matt, I saw you give my brother a tomahawk steak. You know how my brother gets to get drunk every week is because I'm serving him booze. You know, you better give me a tomahawk steak, Matt from Norpac. Oh, it'd be great. What? Oh, the beef people. Oh, you're not supposed to give it to him because you don't oh. want to get the steak. Hey, well, I want. Now the you steak. gave it to him. See, so blew it. Yeah, now oh, no steak. It. Fuck. No Maybe steak. That's why I don't get Fuck. steak. <laughs> and again with Steve. Feels nice when it's not for you. You know what? When you hear that it's not for you, you're like, yeah, fuck you, guy. Yeah, it you is. You suck. Good. You know, with uh, uh, last week's program, what was last week's show called? Orange juice and pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple yep. juice and oranges. Oh man, that was a great show. Felt Everyone great. enjoyed it. Good uh, drinks. No feedback, really. <laughs> Except for a couple of little pieces. One of them from our cookie sponsor. Yeah. <clears throat> Where's my phone? Our cookie sponsor, uh, uh, which Susan is uh, Susan B. Susan B., who usually pro provides us with cookies, but this week, no cookies. And uh, this is no what Kevin, no cookies. Well, actually, Michael, it's funny that you said that because that's exactly what this feedback's all about. I just got to find it now, but uh, yeah, she said to us, thank you for. I'm sorry, I have to find her. Digging in the deep, digging in the deep. Pete can't find things. He's digging Pete in the deep. Pete can't find it because his phone's. Pete, what are you looking for right now? I'm looking for the uh, feedback. I can't find it on my phone. But basically, what our cookie sponsors? God damn it! How come I can't find it? But she says no cookies this week because no Kevy, no Kevy, no cookie, uh, no Kevy, no cookie. No. But she didn't say it like that. I'm paraphrasing. She said <laughs> something like. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you for the shout-out last week. Uh, I uh, don't have any cookies for you this week, but next time Kevin's in, Hill, she thinks you're shit. No cookie, no Kevin. No cookie, no Kevy. No Kevy, no cookie, is what she says. <laughs> Which, I bet you Susan B's not even watching tonight because Kev's not playing drums. That's what I'm saying. So we can now, if we ever wanted to trash Susan B, <laughs> this is the time to trash her. If you had a cookie you didn't like... You had something that... that uh, that's never going to happen. Huh? Those are good fucking cookies. They're damn good. <laughs> Last week she made us an experimental cookie. It was... What uh, kind of cookie was it? It was... Uh, this she is my kind of talk. Yeah. She says uh, oatmeal, chocolate nah. chip, right? Okay. A little out there, but I'm listening. That's it. That's the whole thing. Oh, okay. All right. Never tried it before. I ate like, it. Great. You know, my favorite a... cookie is of Susan B's? Mm -hmm. Peanut butter. With the fork, you know, you fork it the, this oh, way yeah. and this way. Those like the uh, the marks. Yeah, melt yeah. in your goddamn mouth. Yeah. Eh? Huh? Huh? Nice. Do you have huh? any here? Huh? Do you have any here? Or? Uh, no, no, not this week. Not we can't have them. have them this week because Kevin's not here playing drums. No. Stupid Hill is. No Kevin, no cookie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck is you know, when Hill comes, guess what we got? No fucking cookies. What did he bring? The fucking like Rice Krispie squares or something? Hill brought his dazzling personality, Nothing? and that was it. Which Fantastic. we do appreciate. That sounds delicious. That personality sounds great. <laughs> yeah. But I was a little disappointed. I'd rather have a fucking plate of cookies. That's what Kev brings. I would rather throw cookies at a drum set than have a drummer if I'm going to like pick between them. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll but eat you'd the eat the cookies after the floor, you throw them. Like, yeah. It's going to hit the cymbal. It's going to make a sound. You know? It's a great way to get a drum roll over everything you say. Yeah. You know, just on. drop crumbs on the... Well, I like... Crumbs aren't going to make much sound, but if you're throwing heavy cookies yeah. at the drum I'm set. I'm these are some hefty cookies. Yeah, right? yeah. Nice, dense cookie. Oatmeal and chocolate chip. It's got to have some heft behind it. That's some weight. Yeah. I think that could replace a drummer, but I don't know much about music. i got to be it's clear true. about that. I don't know how they do it. It's all like magic to me. I, I, anything these guys do is uh, fantastically magic to me. Do you know what a, But you can do it, Doug. You've never done it on the show. You want to close the show? Instead <laughs> of doing Crowd and the Lion... We're going to do Doug Coning on guitar, solo, single spotlight you on stage. I sure don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we'll go with Crown of the Lions' new single then. We'll go with Crown of the Lions' new single then. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We have to get through this feedback, Doug. It's not a lot of Wow. The only other person, and I said, that was it. 
That was all we got the whole week. Everyone's like pineapple juice, but there's one person that gave us, that gives us to it every week, but it's not him. No, it is not. Oh yeah, it is. I thought you were doing Haitian Dora, but that was Cheese Lady. Yeah. Yeah, it is the Cheese Lady. Cheese Lady's in. Let's check in on her. She's back, man. Let's check on the Cheese Lady. We're checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She's always on the run. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She's always having fun. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She's always on the run. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. Teresa, what you've done? What up, Teresa? Oh, I'll tell you, Teresa is long. She's a, Teresa is the purveyor at the Second Mouse in Delhi, which is not only a cheese shop, but they also sell a lot of uh, other goods. If you, everyone that used to go to Beefland, I'll tell you, go down to the Second Mouse because you can not only get the, some of the greatest assortment of cheeses, but you also get Norpak beef. The beef people. Yeah, see that? So it's a two sponsors, one fucking... Uh, uh, like place. I yeah, get two birds stoned at once. Two birds stoned at once, exactly. Anyways, Teresa every week listens to our show as she's cutting the cheese at, at her uh, on Fridays. She spends a whole day doing it, just cutting mm. cheese, cutting the cheese and listening to us. And she says, "Thanks, Dave." She's a big fan of Dave Charters, eh? <laughs> big fan of Dave Charters, uh, uh, and she says. Uh, thanks, Dave. I'm happy to be your favorite cheese lady. Pete, I forgot to get a picture of you of your last visi- visit at the cheese shop. S- a sad face. And I'm going to tell you, that's on purpose. I'm, I'm elusive. I'm like, uh, uh, like, you can't get a picture of me in Delhi. It's like Sasquatch just going through the town, you know? That's how I am. You're not going to get a picture of me. I'm not posing for it. I'm elusive. <laughs> Trying to keep up uh, image in Delhi. Anyways, uh, love being Dutch Hall's cheese lady. Woo-hoo. It's Friday, and I'm listening to Delhi. Can't wait to get to a show. And I'll tell you, cheese lady, you are on a show. I have to send you a message, and you have to come and give, tell me what date we can do the cheese lady dating game where we are going to put together three eligible bachelors, yep. and we're going to try to get the cheese lady a date. <coughs> I like cheese. You like cheese? Yeah. <laughs> Are you single, Doug? You sure am. Oh. Wow, Doug. Why that? Why that? Nah, <laughs> he, he did not deserve that, Steve. That's you went mean. too far. You Steve's went too far. Mean now. <laughs> yeah. Is there a timeout here? Because I think he deserves it. He should. You know what it is? It's the old Dutch-German thing, eh? They think they can push us around, those Germans. Yeah. I'm Dutch, man. I get it. Yeah. And he's also Canadian. Guess what Canadians did? Liberated... Fucking Holland from you sons of bitches. Yeah. After you put shot at my grandpa and my tentalentia. Fucking a. Yeah, cocks. those words. Tentalentia. Tentalentia. What? Uh, you don't have a tentalentia? Huh? I got a tentalentia. You do that on stage, right? Uh, I you, used to do it more. Yeah, I used to just squawk at people. Yeah. Hey, but Mike. Yeah, it's a Dutch thing. Yeah. That ah, is a is very Dutch, Dutch thing? thing, yeah, because oh, my all my cousins and me always when we're selling a joke and it doesn't go over like we thought it would, we we. we yeah, each other forever, and yeah. it goes like. I like huh? that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worse it is, the He's higher. Going higher. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Dutch thing. I I realized you did it on stage a few times. I'm like, I thought it was just my family that did it, you know. And then I was like, you're doing it too. And then I think it it might be a Dutch thing, eh? Very true to my roots. Ah, ich bin hut, nus flakken that means nothing to me, but good morning. I know that. It's uh, good morning, right? Yeah, yeah. It's good morning. You know how to say, like, before you, you say, like, uh, bon appetit in Dutch? No. Do you know how to say it, Michael? Bon appetit? I don't. Smaklijk eten. Smaklijk eten. It's a lot of fun on that one. It was on my grandparents' placemats at their house. That's how I knew that. I knew specula. Huh? I know a specula. It's a nice uh, That's a cookie. cookie. Yeah. Oh, Dutch love their treats. Oh yeah. Insane about it's a my the only dessert my grandma ever showed me, it was just like all it was was dough and you just roll it in sugar. And that was the whole dessert. Yeah. It was just yeah. My grandma would uh Delicious. Uh, my grandma would let me put white bread, a nice huge smearing of butter, like a nice thick thing of butter, you know. Strawberries. 
Oh, dude, that Royce is uh, only for those weeks in June yeah. where you would have the luxury of that. Yeah. But once you put the strawberry, but strawberry's not 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 regular in the winter. You know, okay. we're talking like say November here at my grandma's. So butter, so bread, butter, white bread. Nice thick helping of butter, mm -hmm. and then you take the sugar bowl, this is the white sugar uh, bowl, you just start dumping teaspoons of sugar on the bread, right? How is on, that whole country not dead? On the butter, and then you take the thing and you just dump it back in the sugar bowl. <laughs> whatever doesn't stick into the butter, you can't eat that. Yeah. Just whatever sticks to the butter, because you don't want to be a glutton. Yeah. Right? So then you uh, do the... Uh, so then you eat that, right? That uh, that, and uh, you get diabetes eventually. Right? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. What's the life expectancy in Holland? Like twelve? I don't think they eat real food. <laughs> eh? They don't. Yeah. I think they mostly don't eat. And I think that might be why they don't die. That's right. And they eat like uh, they're hungry out of all the, the time. Tube and just sweets. I don't, it's unreal. Yeah, they eat like they'll have like sandwiches, like a, a lot raw, of sandwiches, raw fish, R and they like Indonesian food. Yep. Because. I, <laughs> My dad, my dad, uh, I, I shouldn't say. Black licorice? Uh, black licorice. They like it. They love black it. Black licorice is great. Ugh. No, no, no. Black no. licorice candy? No, no, the salty stuff that's like the Dutch, uh, what, klupka? Or have you ever had those? Like no. the strupka? Strupka? Yeah, sounds great. No, I'm taking bad. you to Norwich, man. Are those those things that are all like different colors, but they all taste the same? Yeah. It's a drip. So it's like all different, like. No, no, they're all just black. black they're all black. They have no color and no feeling, just like people in Holland. Okay, no, that's not true. Anyways, uh, guys, that's it for feedback. We got feedback. If you'd like to, please give us, uh, uh, if you'd like to, in the future, provide us with some sort of, uh, I don't know, correspondence about the show, that you can give us your opinion on what we're doing and tell us if it's any better or not. Uh, please do it at livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com or you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. We're either Dutch Hall or Live from the Dutch Hall. And uh, find us any way you can and tell us what you think and we will try to put it on the show. So that's it for this week's segment of Feedback. This is our time now where we're going to introduce our special guest. Guys, have you uh, been watching my program lately? Uh, I'm glued to whatever you stream this on. Never miss an episode. Yeah, you guys are both full of shit because right now you're gonna you're gonna be introduced to what I think is the best improvement we made to replacing. Do you remember Charters when he was on the show? I've tried to block it out. Yeah. But you do remember him. <laughs> Good choice, Doug. Uh, this fella here is a great replacement when Dave's not around. Ladies and gentlemen, returning to the program, Charters Puppet is here, everybody. Cock a doodle! I lost my fucking hat Oh, doodle! Let me help you out there. I don't need it. Oh, yeah, you're put it on my head, Pete. <laughs> put it on my head real tight. Oh, boy. Oh, real tight. That is horrifying. That is absolutely <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Yeah, get rid of that fucking thing, Charles Puppet. So it's Pope Rooster the First, everybody. Pope Rooster the First is here, but he kicked How's up. It going? <laughs> I'm a Pope of something. So, uh, Charles Puppet, you, you came on the show. Uh, to replace my friend Dave. Oh, Jesus. I yeah, don't like Yeah, I don't see like Dave that. anywhere today, <laughs> oh, do I? No, he's, he's like... He's probably out hiding eggs. I don't know if, that, if he even does the eggs. He's mostly just kneeling and praying or kneeling. Are you shaking? <laughs> he's on fire. <laughs> it's when you're asking him the question, he starts to like... Shiver a bit, and then he like he just gets wound up. <laughs> I'm a little wound up, hands. you know. It's 1983, <laughs> all the time. So, like my friend Dave Charters, who's Someone not here today, is a staunch Catholic. <laughs> he decided not to uh, show up to the show because he's home attending mass for Holy Thursday. He's got a big weekend of uh, Good Friday mass. He's got like the uh, Holy Saturday, and then Easter Sunday, of course. Uh, you. Uh, Charter's Puppet, uh, what are you doing for Easter weekend? Oh, the same thing I do every year. Easter's a holiday for the horse. What? <laughs> holiday for the horse? How, how so? Ask your buddy Dave. <laughs> Dave, do you know something I don't know about my friend Dave? I used to know something about him. He used to be an egg. Chaser every Easter. <laughs> and they say chaser. he's out kneeling and praying. He should for all the sins he committed. 
<laughs> Watching the Ten Commandments, I reckon. <laughs> Touch me one more time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Have you met the rooster? Have you met the rooster before, Doug? Not, not the puppet version. Yeah, no. you don't want to yeah. be clucking around <laughs> in this hen coop. This guy's not I'm like so the other guy. You do not want to be clucking no, around so in this hen coop, I'm Mr. So Conan. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Go on. Let me tell me more about Dave's religion. <laughs> Dave's religion. You know, the other week he was telling me he was in church, and the the fella then Palm Sunday. The other guy, Rick, who played the guitar, didn't show up. Dave had to uh, orchestrate the whole choir. And he's playing the tuba again. He had to play everything. He was in charge of the whole thing. What tuba? And the church band. He's always playing the tuba in the church band. I, I've never been into his church, but I think he plays bass. Hey, I can tell you one thing. I'm happy he's not fucking here tonight. He got <laughs> these two nice gentlemen here. Thank you. Touch me Thank again. You. <laughs> Thank you, puppet. <laughs> I, I I get mesmerized by his eyes. I'm sorry. I know that was dead air, and it's not good for it. But he, yeah, I'm he like at you. he hypnotizes me, me with his eyes. Has he looked at you yet, Michael? Oh, yeah. When he gets right <laughs> into the it's like the cross-eyed, and then I get caught in that thing on his nose. Yeah, and Doug got right into that and touched it, and which I've never That's seen dangerous. anyone do before. That's dangerous. It does yeah, you're talking about me like I'm not standing right fucking here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not leaving you out of the conversation. I'm just wondering how you can paralyze me with those that that creepy stare you have. But I'm were, shaking. I'm not blinking. Like I said, it's 1983 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you have? Uh, how is it about the horrors? Like, how do you incorporate Easter into horror somehow? Ah. <laughs> Hey, if Jesus is going to be away for three days, I'm going to do something. (laughs) Hey, uh, um, (laughs) Rooster, what do you do for a living? (laughs) You're still looking at it. This is it? Appearances on my show? Just being rad as fuck, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that does pay. Are you have an Instagram account yet? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) It's 1980. I just hang out at the corner. Girls drive by, pick me up. 1983 all the time, bitches. <laughs> all right, happy Easter Rooster Puppet. That was it. Uh, nice visit. Uh, he's a new character on the show. Hard on the chocolates. Yeah, it was longer. I like to drag it out. What's I like to drag that out, eh? What I like to is drag it out. Feels so like it. Yeah, yeah. Now it's almost over. But there's one thing we have to do. There's one thing we have to do. It is our, what we promised our audience from the very beginning of the show, and that is we're going to have a, grand, a brand new single from Crown and Lion oh. after a long hiatus. The best part of the show. Yeah, I want to thank Doug Koning and Tim Nicholson for being our, my, our guests this week. They were fantastic uh, guests, and we hope to have you back here. Anything you're working on, guys, or is there anywhere people can see you? You have a show in Toronto that you book. Yeah, uh, Doug and Rob's low-budget comedy show uh, this coming Wednesday, April the 24th, Comedy Bar, 8 p.m., Cab Space, Cabaret Space. Check it out. Go see it. it, it was, uh, uh, both Doug and Rob are excellent Canadian comics that Thank are you. deserving of way more than what this industry will bring your talent, is what Thank I'm saying. Thank you. Matt, that's my bio, too. That and the, and the Melting Baby. Yeah, Melting Baby, who's better than what they let him do. Because Doug's a great comic, I lo- and I love him. And it's so nice to have you back. Tim, it's great to have you the first time on the show. Thanks, we really hope to have you back, too. Everybody, this has been Live from the Dutch Hall. Now, without further ado, we'd like to introduce the brand-new single from Crown the Lion called... This one's called Never Satisfied. Thanks, Hit everybody. Hit it, fellas. We'll see you in T. See you next Thursday.